Lately I've been feeling things change We've been working hard, no sleep, get it every day And I swear that we ain't stopping till we pay Yeah, the pressure on, gotta make it work, triple play, yeah This is, this is Triple Play Fantasy Basketball Week 5. I'm your guy, Coach James Lewis. On the other end, Doc Eric Mendelson. How we doing? Fresh off of going to a, a live game winner game. You always remember those. Jeremy Grant at the buzzer with a little travel. Oh, yeah. A little bit of travel. But do torch the Suns. 30 points. And he did everything besides hit the first basket, which is what some of us bet on. But it's always cool seeing in-person basketball and not just seeing the whiz. Absolutely. And you remember the ones, the game winners. I took an L.A. trip back in 2013. Andre Iguodala over Trevor Ariza's dome piece. Uh, two nights later, Steve Novak in the corner. So, I, yeah, those games, I remember anytime there's a game winner, there's something at the buzzer, there's nothing quite like that live basketball feeling and excitement. But you're here for Fantasy Hoops. Uh, we're week five into the thick of things. We're going to get right into our schedule, some pickups, some people to watch, some people to drop. Games played is how we start, though. Uh, the Spurs guys got five. So uh, Dougie McDermott may get a stream this week. Uh, he's still consistently hitting threes and getting you points. He's not like a must own or anything like that. Kelton Johnson, if you picked him in the draft, um, you're reaping the benefits. Uh, Trey Jones figuring it out, even with his, his shot, has improved a lot. Yaka Pertle is a sturdy, not a, a like a, a cute guy, but you, you have him on your team. You were proud. You, you drafted him. Um, we're, we were just talking about Zach Collins. If, if he got more minutes. He would be a super own. Jeremy Socon is somebody we're watching. Josh Richardson has been pretty consistent. And the Spurs are actually a, been a good team this year. They're hitting the three ball. They pass the ball. They're actually a good watch. Um, the Pacers, the Jazz come in mind. Three got three teams that were supposed to stink. Uh, they don't really stink that bad. <laughs> and they're actually fun to watch. Uh, games with uh, teams with two. There are four teams here. The Bulls. The Lakers, who probably need some time to rest <laughs> and just think about life uh, as they have the worst record in basketball. Uh, the T-Wolves and the Sixers, so Cat and uh, Embiid owners are going to try to fight this week to win. Um, it's a sh It sucks when you have two games and, you know, there's teams that have five. Teams with three, there's 14, and teams that play four games that are 10. All right, but you came here to see who to pick up. Campaign is a must-own. He's a must-own. You got to get him. We'll talk about him soon. Only 35% of Yahoo Leagues have him right now. It's Boku time, 53%. Uh, Mason Plumlee, 48%. And Malik Monk. Uh, we'll then talk about Malik Beasley, uh, some Houston Rockets players, and KJ Martin, Tari Eason. Is it Cam Thomas time? Is it Killian Hayes? Uh, we're here to talk, and our number one pickup is Cameron Payne. Uh, last two games going ballistic with um, the chance to start with CP3 out. He had 22 points, three boards, four assists, five three-pointers made against Orlando. Follows that up with uh, 23 points, six rebounds, eight assists, four three-pointers made 
at Minnesota playing 35 minutes in both of those games. Suns don't lose a beat. Doc, what you got to say about campaign? What's your hot take here? All right, so my hot take is that campaign should be starting over Chris Paul rest of the season. And from somebody that saw the game in person is a little bit different than watching and looking at the box scores. Chris Paul picks up his dribble at the three-point line, and we all know he's not shooting the ball. So it limits point the God, offense. The point guard? You want to put him on the bench? I Look, maybe he, he's that spark you need off the bench like Russell Westbrook. But, I mean, we're looking at campaign, the three games that CP3 is out. 28, 35, 35 minutes. He's putting up averages of about 20 points per game, three rebounds, six assists. I mean, he even gave you a game with four steals. And he's shooting the ball from three, and I think that really kind of helps expand the offense. Doesn't put the focus on Devin Booker just to create. Um, I know it's a little bit of a hot take, but campaign should be a starting point guard somewhere. You can't do that to the point guard. I mean, he was third-team All-NBA last year. I really think that he's he's hindered. That's what I'm going to go with. Like, I think he's hurt. And, okay. And, and, and that's why he may be not playing. I think that's why he fell apart in the Dallas series. He's got to get right because uh, there's clearly a step. He's definitely a step behind. Uh, campaign, although he, he'll he accept a backup role. I don't think he's, like, out there, like, I need to start. So even if he's playing better basketball than CP, maybe he's finishing games. We saw that earlier this year. Um, but let's hope the point guard get, gets healthy because – um, the Suns have no chance at winning the championship without him playing at top level. All right, Alexei Pokachevsky. I love a, a a human being that can be three position versatile. I can put him at small forward, power forward. I can put him at center in Yahoo leagues. Um, and is it finally time? He is the person that he has two good games. You pick him up and then he falls off the cliff. But he's a must pick up when he's playing basketball like right now uh the last two games he had eight stocks total he hits threes he's really their best power forward right now and um it, he just looks weird but he has a nice game uh he's a fun watch in the last week averaging 15.5 a game 7.5 rebounds we talked about the threes we talked about the stocks that is a must hold he's what he's what uh fantasy owners were hoping bowl bowl was going to do when he started playing a little bit and the thing about Poku also, I mean, he missed some time with some shoulder bursitis, but he's a seven-foot guy with a seven-foot wingspan, and that's what Sam Presti is looking to build in OKC, kind of those mismatch we saw with Chet Holmgren. Like, he, I think he, he's someone that values length, and when Poku's healthy, I mean, 23 and 39 minutes the last couple games, it's just he hasn't been healthy this year. Yeah, but go get him right now uh, while he's 47% available. Mason, boring Plumley. I, I, I'm sorry to say, but you got to pick him up. In the last two weeks, 11 points, 10.5 rebounds, five assists. I mean, that's that's serviceable. He's not going to get you any threes. He's not going to get you any defensive stats. Uh, we'll see how this holds up. I think those numbers are going to render down a little bit, but um, if he's going to get you 13 points, 15 boards, five dimes like he did against Miami, and 16 points, 12 boards, four assists like he did against Portland all within the last week, and right now, I guess you got a roster. He's boring. Malik Monk. He's so boring that Doc is like, I just have not a word for him. I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Malik Monk is 33% rostered here uh, on Yahoo. And on the season, he's giving you 12 points. The four dimes is what I like a lot. He like give you threes. Um, but he's finding a role in this Sacramento lineup. Um, he's a guy that you won't feel too bad about cutting but 
Um, he's a good player. Kings are five and two in their last seven. They've been given Monk more minutes. He's shot double digit shot attempts and had double digit points. Um, as in, you mentioned the career high, 4.3 assists. Like he's finding his role with the Kings. And if this is the lineup where they're going to keep winning, you know, they're now in the playoff race. And I know this is the second month of the season, but they're going to go with the players that are producing. So it's like keeping for now. And I said this, and I think it was like week two, they had the hardest schedule to start the year. And they didn't look like they were a bad team. So I'm glad that they, that they have turned that around. Um, moving on with our second pile of pickup players, um, starring Malik Beasley. When shooters shoot, you got to pick them up. He's got 14 three balls in the last three games, um, including four against Washington, and six against Atlanta. Uh, he's getting you rebounds, too, and he's good for a swipe a game. So Malik Beasley, shooting guard, small forward, eligible, playing, and I have him with his T-Wolves uniform. He plays for the Utah Jazz people. So uh, kick a, pick up uh, Malik Beasley um, as he's shooting well this week. Uh, Houston boys, we got. I'm going to have uh, uh, Doc do a pick them. Tari Eason, K.J. Martin, who you like, and let's talk about him. So I like Tari Eason, and I just hope he gets a little bit more minutes. Um, and the Rockets have been given a, a little bit more, 20-plus in his last four. I mean, this is a guy that can get you six to seven rebounds a game. The assists fluctuate, but he is a steals god. And Coach knows. Herb Jones, my guy last year. Larry Nance the year before. If you play in categories leagues, steals are probably the ugliest stepchild. They're so hard to get. So when you have someone that can get you eight steals in two games, that is somebody you want to roster. So hopefully five, the five swipes in Toronto. And I'm, I know Toronto's looking on the other end like this is how did we not draft him? <laughs> I mean, they didn't have the chance to, but that he seems like a perfect like Toronto uh, versatile, huge guy. 18.4 minutes per game is where I'm like, I, I can't press play. I can't pick him up. This is what we were seeing with Alperin Shingun last year. It's like, just mm -hmm. let him play. He's a fantasy monster if he does. Um, K.J. Martin is the pickup, though. He plays more. Uh, 11 points, five boards. He's going to get you a three. He does have defensive potential, although he's, you know, hindering around a, a half a, a stat a game. Um, in the last week against Orlando, 21 points, four boards, five dimes, four three-pointers, two blocks. He put it all on display on Orlando. And then Toronto, 12, uh, 13 points, six boards, two threes, two blocks. Uh, I like K.J. Martin over Tari. I like Tari if he's playing more. I want to disagree with you, but you're right on that. Like, the minutes are there. He's giving you more points. I just want Tari Eason to be better. Everyone does. We saw Tari preseason. Uh, just go bananas and what he did in summer league is just like God, he's so damn good uh, he really should be playing over Jabari Smith a little bit based on his inconsistency as of late I have I'm a Jabari only uh, owner and I'm hoping that it'll pay off towards the end of the season but he is in a super slump right now uh, let's talk about Cam Thomas he's been getting picked up left and right after having 21 points against Charlotte and 17 against Washington but in the past two games, he's had a 4-2-3 a line and a 6-2-2 two, two line. So he's not for me. Uh, I don't – I really honestly don't even think he should be playing too much, especially with Ben. ben uh, well, we'll talk about Ben Simmons. Uh, Kyrie's out for another 4-5. I think they reported 
So it's definitely a guy to watch. Uh, but I'm thinking more of a maybe Seth Curry. Coach, Coach let me ask you, though. Do you think it's guaranteed that Kyrie comes back? Like, I know he's suspended, but, like, he's the most unpredictable guy. Do you think you – know, about we talk about, you know, the campaigns and backup point guards, and it's like that – it's the handcuff. It's the immediate ad, and it's speculate on injury. But with Kyrie, you don't have to speculate injury. You just have to speculate Kyrie being Kyrie. You think Cam Thomas is somebody that you want to stash, even if Kyrie does come back? Uh, no, I'm staying away from him, especially with his poorest uh, field goal percentage under 40, sub 40. He does not give you enough anything. Threes, defensive stat, steal. Like he didn't. He really doesn't do anything but score the basketball. So I'm staying away from him, especially in categories leagues. I wouldn't touch him. And I think Kyrie's is on the right uh, wavelength to come back. He, you know, he's got. Um, the owner um, side tweeting about him and um, silver. Like, I think he's checking off all the bullet points that are going to get him back in line and back playing basketball. And uh, arrested Kyrie is dangerous. He was a top 10 fantasy player per game last year. And I think he gets back into that when he gets back on the court and he has some to prove Uh, people make mistakes. And I don't, I don't think he's a bad guy. He just, he's, he stood up for, and stood behind something that he shouldn't have instead of just apologize. That's my take on him. Killian Hayes, though, he's playing with Cunningham out. Uh, points, rebounds, dimes, uh, swipes, uh, back-to-back 35-minute uh, games, 15, 6, and 7 with three threes, and then 11, 7, and 7 with three steals, playing better than Corey Joseph, and he's starting right now. Is it is Killian Hayes, is he, is he finally going to get rolling? Doc? I mean, it, as as long as Cade Cunningham is out, I mean, he shot the ball 12, 12, 14 times. He shot 14 three attempts in those games. I mean, you mentioned that he's getting boards and rebounds as well. He's a 6'5 point guard, maybe shooting guard if you want to call him that. You know, sometimes you just have to play advantage of the waiver wire, you know, stay on top of injuries. I mean, remember, we are in the load management era. People don't play 82 games anymore. Yeah, I think it's a short-lived stream. He still can't score the basketball. He hit three threes. I think it was a lucky lucky day, and then on 11 the next day. He's going to get you some assists. He can get you some steals, um, rebounds. But uh, Killian Hayes, I don't think that it's going to work out. Uh, the three threes were lucky. He's shooting 25% for the season. Not as bad as Sabonis, but. Yeah, I'm buying the, I'm buying the Ivy, Ivy stock, though. That kid is amazing. Uh, watch candidates. Uh, Larry Nance. He, you got to watch the the minutes. He when Jonas Valanciunas is not on the court, Larry Nance is playing, and sometimes ending uh, basketball games to give you some assists, some rebounds, some swipes. You love him for his swipes. Uh, Seth Curry's just coming back from injury. He had a game where he had twenty three. AJ Griffin had a game where they took down the undefeated Bucks, where he played thirty minutes out of nowhere and dropped twenty three uh, on ten of fifteen shooting. Uh, you saw Shaden Sharp live, and. <laughs> You have your own take on him. Uh, Gabe Vincent is scoring the basketball right now. He's getting his bench minutes, and we've seen him be a contributor last year. We want Zach Collins to play more, and Grayson Allen, uh, he's playing, and then he's not playing. And he gives you three. He's somebody that is okay. Bucks are decimated with injuries. Giannis, Middleton still out. Drew Holiday with a sprained ankle. Like, when Javon Carter drops 36. <laughs> Holy moly. That's that's <laughs> how you know it's time to add some Bucks. so. Grayson Allen left Friday's uh, game against the Spurs with a non-COVID illness. 
But assuming that's just a one-game absence, he's definitely someone I'm looking to add for this upcoming week, assuming all Bucks aren't healthy. All right, these are drop candidates. Now, I'm a Jalen Smith owner in two leagues, and he's had a couple games here where he's not playing much. He's played like a 14-minute game, 11-minute game. Uh, of course, when Miles Turner drops with 35 like he did, there's really no place uh, for Jalen Smith. I'm a hold on him. Uh, I'm not dropping him because we've seen when he does get the minutes, he gets a lot of rebounds. He can hit a threes, a couple threes. He can get a block. Uh, so, yeah, he's not going to get you assists or really steals like that. But I'm going to hold on him because I think he has high-end rebound. When he does get some usage, um, I'm curious to hear your take uh, before we get the other guys. It's it's tough for Jalen Smith. I mean, the minutes have been fluctuating. And, I mean, Miles Turner was out at the beginning of the season because of the, the sprained ankle he got in warmups. I mean, I, I'm with you. I think Jalen Smith as a whole, Miles Turner has made it clear that he wants out of Indiana. And if they really valued him long-term, they'd want to ship him in a trade. And we saw when Turner was out last year, Jalen Smith was somebody that you were adding. So I would I think, hold him for that reason. I think he can really move the needle on a certain team uh, if he does land there. Like, I can think if he goes to the Nets, I think they could, they could be a playing team. Uh, like, without him, I don't think they have – I don't know. They, they don't look too good I mean, uh, right you now. You know I love Miles Turner. Very few big men can swat shots and hit threes yeah. like him. That's someone that's valuable in your lineup. Yeah, and he can fit in with a lot because he can, like you said, he can hit that three and still uh, defend the paint. Uh, so, yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, Lou Dort is he him and Dylan Brooks. Like, these guys come and go. You think you have a steal when you pick them up. But they shoot terrible percentages, and they will shoot you out of categories league. So they're more points guys. Uh, Lou Dort, he he's dropped his points per game from like eighteen last year, like twelve. So uh, I know I have him in one of my leagues, and it's like, God, why do I have this Lou Dort guy? DeAndre Hunter, he can get you some points, some rebounds, some threes, some games, but he just doesn't do enough. And he's known for a defensive player, but he doesn't get any defensive stats. Ever. Uh, Jalen Duran points, rebounds, and, and some blocks sometimes. He's not somebody that should be rostered right now. Although mm -hmm. if he if they, if Isaiah Stewart gets moved, he plays more. When If he plays more, he's a lock because he's going to get you his, – his blocks per minute are there. And then Rui is another fool's gold to me. You know, he had a monster game against Dallas uh, off the bench this past week. I think he had 26, and like 12 awards. He – he can't he can't do anything outside of those categories either. So these guys, they look they all look kind of cool, but they're not as sexy as uh, you know Mason Plumley. Honestly, coach, as a Wizards fan, you agree that Rui needs a new home, right? Rui, Osvia, uh, Kispert, all we, the Wizards are undefeated with just lame draft picks. It's just unbelievable. We can't even blame Ernie Grunfeld anymore. Like you should, the guys that go after, I mean, Halliburton, Halliburton, he's right there. Get the damn guy. I don't like. Why don't we ever make the pick? I don't know. I'm sorry. That's some Wizards frustration out there. I love some Coos though. Coos is hooping. We need Bradley Beal to come back, though. It's a little bit of an eyesore. We do. Is is your uh, soapbox a little bit of a preview for something else? No. Wait, what are you? What are you hinting? 
Oh, I was hinting at Ben Simmons. Oh, let's get to him. Get him out of here. God damn it. I had Ben Simmons. I thought I'd agree. I went and got him a couple rounds before he was supposed to get drafted. I hit him with like the 80, 80 pick. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I got Ben Simmons walking triple double. The guy hasn't had a single double digit stat since the first game where he had 10 boards. He's been single dig Ben, little Ben Simmons the entire season. He's 85% rostered. Um, and we just saw him wet the bed against the Clippers. I know he's coming back off an injury, but two points, five boards, three assists. He isn't even looking at the rim. He comes down and he does a handoff. He doesn't do any attacking. He doesn't shoot the ball. Okay, 1.1 steals. That's cool. I, I Honestly, I have to hold on to him, but every time I put him in the lineup, he does nothing for me. Hopefully, he'll figure it out. He looks out of shape. <sighs> he looks lost. <laughs> He was just out. <laughs> he got paid and he was done. What is, What do you do with Ben Simmons? I mean, you have to hold. Like, if you drop him and, you know, somebody picks him up and just for the sake of usage, he puts up. I mean, he's somebody in a Cats league, too. I mean, he can give you blocks and steals and assists. I mean, we you're right. Even, I mean, you're holding him. You're, you're doing the right thing. You're holding him and you're venting your frustration. Yeah. I mean, I, I hit um, a cut on Draymond last year. He was like you know, just doing the same thing. He had a really bad start to the season, and he he picked it up, uh, and I kind of regretted uh, cutting him. Um, I, is Ben Simmons a poor man's dream on at this point? I mean, just like a year and a half, we were talking about the best players 25 and under, and, uh, you know, I was saying Luka, Tatum, uh, Donovan Mitchell, Booker, but there were other people that were arguing with me. I said, well, you're crazy. He plays defense. He's better than all those guys. Uh, doesn't look that way. <laughs> all right, weekend streamers. Uh, I know we we we've rambled a little bit on this one, but this one's been uh, this is our best pot of the year right here. Weekend streamers. Who's going back to back on Saturday, Sunday? Just those Spurs guys because they play five games. So you're looking to pick somebody up at the end of the week, and then you know maybe break ties with them on Monday. Uh, we've we've mentioned them before, and then uh, who goes back to back Sunday, Monday? Somebody you can get an extra game in one day and then maybe make a pickup for Tuesday. The Cavaliers, the Warriors, the Heat, the Knicks. I mentioned uh, Gabe Vincent earlier. Uh, Isaiah Hottenstein, 57% rostered. He's not available everywhere. Uh, but Mitchell Robinson is out right now, and um, he gives you decent lines and rebounds, and he definitely produces with blocks. So Isaiah Hartenstein is not a sexy pick, but he's a decent fantasy player. Man's just got to stay out of foul trouble. Yeah. The king of picking up two fouls in the first three minutes and then sitting on the bench every third game. Yeah, maybe that's going to be Ben Simmons tonight as they play the Lakers. He, I think he likes to foul out. I think he look, he looks satisfied when he's not playing on the bench. I've never seen that in a basketball player. Like, they're, like, okay with it. They're apathetic when you just committed three fouls in three minutes. I knew he was done mentally when John ja Moran got him to get that sixth foul a couple oh weeks ago by just God. toying with him. No. Yeah. Shout out John ja Morant. We love you. Uh, triple play fantasy. We love you. Have you on the pod one day. <laughs> what a great basketball player and human at the same time. So uh, that's all we have for you. Week five. I hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you next week. Um, until then, good luck in your fantasy league. No matter where you are, you're not out of it yet. You're in the bottom five 
of your league. It's okay. You can turn it around. Just pick these guys up that we told you to. Until next time, for Doc, I'm Coach James Lewis. Lately I've been feeling things change We've been working hard, no sleep, get it every day And I swear that we ain't stopping till we pay Yeah, the pressure on, gotta make it work, triple play, yeah